It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, like, because when I shot, I expected to make it. So, like, I don't shoot kind of miss. You are Locked On Raptors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Canada, the NBA title is yours. We're going to the first of the Hail Mary 3 by Mo Get that garbage out of here. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to episode number uh, 983, I think is what we're on. Yeah, 983 of Locked On Raptors for Tuesday, July the 13th. I'm your host, Sean Woodley of RaptorsHQ.com. You can find me on Twitter, as always, at WoodleySean. You can find the show at Locked On Raptors. And of course, please make sure to check out the entirety of the Locked On Podcast Network, as we have got team-focused shows covering uh, all of the teams in all your favorite sports, from the NHL to the NBA to the Major League Baseball, uh, of course, the Home Run Derby was last night. Shohei Otani is doing crazy stuff. Go listen to Locked On Angels if you want the local perspective on Shohei Otani being super cool. Uh, no shortage of stuff for you to check out, so please go and do it. It's uh, it's very, very appreciated. All right, on today's show, a bit of a lighter episode. We've been going real deep on draft stuff and off-season plans, and we will continue that. Don't worry, but I want to take a second here to, uh, you know, talk about some fun stuff because we haven't done a lot of that recently. And the Raptors are deep in the throes of summer vacation. They're like two months out from their last game played. You would hope that they're all rested up and recovered from any maybe minor nicks and bruises they might have had and have now gone out to uh, enjoy their off seasons and get as much separation from basketball as possible, ideally, after the hell season that was the year in Tampa Bay. And joining us today for a bit of an update on what's going on in the world of Raptors Summer Vacation is the uh, creator of Summer Vacation Watch and the not just the correspondent of Summer Vacation for this podcast, but for the whole basketball enjoying community. It's one of our faves. It's Katie Heindel. Katie, what's up? Not much, man. Um, just just was quickly doing a refresher for myself, but I feel like I got a pretty good <laughs> handle on where everybody is and what they're doing. That's good to know. Uh, we're going to dive into all of those said vacations from the Raptors across the board, talk about who's vacationing too hard, not hard enough. I don't think you can vacation too hard after the year that was uh, the season in Tampa, so um, that probably won't be much of a concern, but we'll get into the guy. guys maybe need to vacation harder, perhaps, or maybe they found the Goldilocks zone and are vacationing just as much as you would like to see. Um, Katie, I guess the place to start here is uh, so far... What's been sort of the general tenor and tone of the Raptors' vacations? Have they been widespread? Is it just a few select guys doing posts about their time away? Uh, what's been the overall sort of quality across the board of the Raptors' summer vacations? Um, unfortunately, not too widespread. Um, maybe some mm. guys are waiting, but uh, only, if, only a handful, I'd say, thus far uh, have taken vacations or at least have been sharing the vacations that they're on. Mm-hmm. 
among that handful, who are we talking about? Who are the heavy hitters when it comes to this summer's vacation for the Raptors? Um, Lowry, Fred. Uh, Bembry was away. Oh yeah, Bembry was um with those on the pig pigs. Beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of it. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's uh that's troubling. I mean, I guess. You know, Pascal's injured. I, I, I'm not sure how much you'd expect from him as he recovers from shoulder surgery. OG Ananobi, I guess, isn't like a terribly posty guy. So maybe he's away, but not really making people know about it. I remember Norm Powell was often a very good summer vacation poster, but obviously he's no longer with the team. So, yeah, I, I suppose it's a bit of a nadir right now for Raptors uh, really going nuts on their summer vacations. You know, some guys have been playing basketball, of course. Aaron Baines has been playing mm-hmm. for Australia and the national team. Um, not that he's going to be back with the Raptors necessarily. Uh, I'm surprised there's been not a lot of Chris Boucher. What's the, what's the Chris Boucher status? Is he doing anything right now? He's playing a lot of video games, but he mostly seems to just be like at home in Toronto um on his phone like maybe the rest of us um yeah <laughs> yeah can deeply relate to that huh <laughs> sharing like his his like taste in memes is very funny to me it's not questionable it's something like that it's just like not that good um right right <laughs> but like facebook shit kind of like yeah not no not so bad not not so bad as like you know an estranged family member on facebook or anything like that um but that's mostly what he's up to he hasn't really taken a vacay yet um yeah i mean gary trent was doing a cool thing he was in in columbus um giving away shoes like a bunch of sneakers i thought was really cool he did that a couple days ago not a vacay but a good use of anybody's time sure uh, yeah, I, wanna... I, I guess the, the yeah. highlight's probably Lowry. Yeah, so l- let's dig into Kyle Lowry. Um, he's been very, very prominent. And over the weekend in particular, I guess the last week or so, it's been a lot of golf from Kyle Lowry. It was him and DeMar DeRozan out. Um, DeMar being dragged onto the golf course, it seems, by Kyle Lowry. And then Lowry was playing in the Lake Tahoe tournament that he plays in every year over the weekend with all the pros. I guess it's a program of some kind. Uh, and he was also out uh, on a wakeboard. Lots of good stuff from Kyle Lowry. Uh, I guess I can't really recall if Kyle's typically a very good summer vacation guy. Has it like been materially different this year? Has it been more sort of a, you know, has there been a different sort of tenor to Kyle's off-season vacationing this year. You know, obviously, it's a very different kind of year for him, potentially looking down the barrel of a new team uh, and a departure from the Raptors, where, of course, he's been for eight years. What's the sort of read on Kyle and how his vacation might be sort of giving us clues, perhaps, about what's to come with free agency with him? Uh, I'd say for the fact that, like, he's sharing it all is is probably the biggest change, you know? I mean, we know him to be a pretty prolific golfer, um, but I think Mm -hmm. he just kind of did it. Because also, to be fair, like, I mean, I'm sure there's a ton of golf Instagrams out there and people who love golf love watching golf uh, on social media, like people sharing stuff. But frankly, it's not the most like, oh, here's another picture of the green. Like, here's a picture of (laughs) your clubs. Here's a picture of, you know, whatever. But when Larry does it, uh, I think the probably the highlight for me started was when he looked as if he dragged DeMar DeRozan with him last week. Um, and DeMar was on the golf cart 
in his own clothes. He was like, if I'm going to do this, <laughs> I think he said, like, if I got to do this, I'm going to do it how I want to dress. Um, but he's kind of squinting and scowling uh, at the person taking the pick, which I assume was Lowry. Mm-hmm. But they looked like they had fun. Um, and then Larry was in Tahoe, like Tahoe yeah. um, golfing. And I only know he was in like Tahoe golfing, not because I recognize the golf course, but because the next highlight was Lowry on a wakeboard, like boogie board, <laughs> uh, getting dragged behind a boat screaming. And that's new for Lowry. So uh-huh. I think like what I'm, what I'm reading from all of this is the man is extremely chill and not really at all thinking about where he's going next and if it is crossing his mind he's certainly not worried about it yeah yeah i'm glad to hear that actually i don't want him to you know be sitting there stewing about what's going to happen and i feel like raptors fans should uh you know adopt a similar philosophy when it comes to the kyle outcome you know obviously it's a stressful time you want to see kyle harry back with the team but there are uh, there's lots of different avenues here that would be acceptable for the team. And, and I think just kind of letting yourself enjoy the sort of unpredictable nature of this offseason is uh, is probably priority number one. And Kyle Lowry seems to be living that out pretty well. Uh, I want to dig more into Kyle Lowry on a wakeboard, Katie, uh, and uh, maybe run some other water sports that you'd like to see Raptors check out uh, <laughs> and try out on their Instagram stories in the future. Uh, this summer. We'll get to that in a second here. But first, I want to tell everybody about our friends over at Michelob Ultra, who once again are bringing you the Michelob Ultra Player of the Week. And honestly, Katie, when you're thinking about joy, happiness, enjoyment, excitement, the things that Michelob Ultra's bringing to you, uh, they, they got to be present, of course, in the Player of the Week. And Kyle Lowry has to be it. Of course, he was on a wakeboard. He was golfing with DeMar DeRozan. It's beautiful stuff. We have no on-court exploits to uh, use for the Michelob Ultra Player of the Week, so we'll just take the best vacation. And I think Kyle Lowry is the leader in the clubhouse right now. Yes, that's a golf pun uh, for his golf and wakeboarding and other fun time excursions in Lake Tahoe over the weekend. Uh, very good stuff from Kyle Lowry. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. That's that goes for Michelob Ultra and also riding on a wakeboard behind a boat. Uh, that just 2.6 carbs, 95 calories. Joy creates success. Enjoyment isn't the end game; it's the whole game with Michelob Ultra. And we thank them for sponsoring the podcast once again with the Michelob Ultra Player of the Week. Today's show is also brought to you by Theragun. Don't let the stress of daily life weigh on your body. Whether you're an athlete or someone like me who is decidedly not an athlete, just trying to make the day, make it through the day, tension free. Theragun can help. Theragun is the handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combo of depth, speed, and power, and it's as quiet as an electric toothbrush. That's awesome. Whether you want to treat muscle tension from working out or an injury or just the stresses of everyday life like sitting in your chair, there's no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4. It's got an OLED screen and design to make you feel like you're holding something from the future. Just go to the site and check it out. Uh, I really can't recommend Theragun enough. I have one, uh, and when I do go and work out or something like that, I'll use the Theragun afterwards to help recover the muscles, and man, it is fantastic. It really does relieve, uh, relieve that tension, and for me, uh, I can't really work out without it now. It's uh, it's fantastic. Theragun is trusted by 250 professional sports teams like Real Madrid and elite players uh, like Paul George, DeAndre Hopkins, Maria Sharapova, hundreds of thousands of customers, and of course, me. Try Theragun for 30 days starting at only 199 bucks. Go to theragun.com slash locked on right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash locked on. Theragun.com slash locked on. Go get yourself a Theragun. 
All right, we continue on here, Katie. Uh, we got to talk about more Kyle Lowry on a wakeboard. Um, again, new for him, it seems, in the offseason. He's a little bit more landlocked, I would say, um, you know, climbing mountains with Kyle Quinn and stuff from the past. Uh, to have him out on the water on a wakeboard, uh, as someone who is terrified of anything that re- requires me to be dragged behind a boat on some sort of implement, uh, I-, I respect his his gumption for doing it. I guess first, Katie, are you a uh, water sports person? Do you like to be dragged behind the boat uh, at the mercy of the driver? Um, no. I mean, like I'm a water person, but I yeah. like to just like be in the water, swim and yeah, swim yeah. around. That's more my speed. I've done yeah, those I- things. I'm not afraid of them. I just have come to a point in my life where I know how I enjoy being submerged and that's how mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. Yeah, I um I'm legitimately afraid of them because I guess I've had some bad experiences. I don't like boats first of all. Uh boats can screw off. Uh, I don't want everyone to be on a boat. Uh, let alone getting dragged by one uh, and maybe an irresponsible friend who's making large wake uh, and, and making it difficult for me to stay in the tube or whatever I'm on. Not my fave. Um, I'm curious, Katie, to run through some of the other Raptors who we haven't really talked about yet, but I'm curious maybe they are looking for their water sports calling as well. Um, are there any other Raptors who kind of stand out to you as like, oh, that's a water sports guy. That's a dude who could water ski, maybe a little stand-up wakeboarding, a little tubing. Um, maybe they just like to be out on a speedboat. Uh, does anyone else have extreme water energy to you from the current Raptors roster? Well, I don't think you want to be too tall doing those things, you know? So <laughs> yeah. I'd out, you know, I'd count Pascal out. Although I've seen Pascal just like lounging on a boat. And that sure. seems to be like his speed, which I respect yeah. that. Uh, Utah, I don't think, again, I think probably too tall for doing it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Could see like Fred Gillespie, maybe <laughs> Bembry. Nah, Bembry's also like, I think, a, like more of a poolside guy, just like sure. fits alone. I could see Stanley Johnson being good at it because you've got to be pretty, he's got very strong legs. Just yeah. like go up yeah. on a water, water ski, say. So I could see him being good at it. Yeah, I was going to say Stanley Johnson or OG Ananobi. I know he's like six foot eight, so that makes it tricky. But um, he's got a, a very strong center of gravity, which feels like an asset when you're water skiing. Um, I, I guess with Lowry, too, like this feels like this is not the end of his summer vacationing, I would guess. like There's probably got to be more here. Um, and we'll focus on Lowry a little bit more uh, than the other guys, it seems. But... Do you have any sort of hopes for him for his remaining off-season vacation time? Like, we've seen him golfing. I know he's probably going to do that a lot more. Is there, like, a particular locale, maybe, that stands out as, like, oh, yeah, that's that's where Kyle Lowry should go next to fulfill his off-season destiny? Mm, I mean, I think he's got courses he's a big fan of, but mm-hmm. most of them seem to be in the States. And granted, like, maybe that's his preference for traveling right now, you know? Sure. He's probably he's he's also like his kids are at the age where if they're gonna take a trip, so if he's gonna go golf somewhere else, he's gonna bring his kids along. Right. Um, I don't know. I could see Larry out on like some some golf course in Ireland or something. You know, <laughs> nobody just like a nice be... windbreaker on. Yeah. Uh huh. Nobody would be giving him too much trouble. They'd all be very respectful of him. His, like his visit there, he could have some hearty um stew 
Buffer. <laughs> uh, that, that would be fun for his kids. Why not? But also, uh-huh. I would also see him doing more of like a tropical course. I don't know anything about golf courses, if that's not clear. Sure. Um, right now, but, you know, I have to say, the more we talk about this, the more I miss deeply Serge Ibaka uh, for his oh, vacation contributions. You know, Serge Ibaka really came alive in the summer. Um, I'm thinking of his trips to Italy, you know. Tiptoeing through the shades, avoiding the sun. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he's in Paris right now for Fashion Week. Um, So who knows, like, all, you know, what we're missing out on there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's a bummer. They did lose a lot of vacation clout. I mean, Marcus Saul, too, was uh, maybe not as, like, outward with it on instagram but uh you could definitely knew that dude was making the most of his summers for sure unless he was playing for spain and putting up 45 on a bunch of humps uh <laughs> which was also fun um I-, I guess you bring up an interesting point like do you think the covid situation has altered uh the vacation patterns of the raptors uh this year i mean i guess this would be would apply to all players but we're talking raptor specific right now um like do you think we're still seeing this sort of hesitancy maybe to go elsewhere or are they like, we're rich, we can do whatever we want uh, type of thing. And maybe it's not much of a factor. What's the sort of status related to COVID when it comes to vacations this year? Um, I don't really think it is a factor. Like it doesn't seem to be. Sure. <laughs> uh, sure. At all. Um, aside for like, <laughs> maybe for guys that are based in, like seem to really clearly be based in Toronto right now like Boucher. I know OG came back to Toronto after the Tampa season because there were some OG sightings um, of him in Toronto. So I don't, but like now that, you know, you don't have to quarantine, if you've been doubly vaccinated, if you come back, you just have to get a test before you go anywhere. And these guys were already getting tested multiple times a day in Tampa. Mm -hmm. I don't really think that's a detractor from them vacationing. I think Pascal right now is probably like, well, he's recovering but I think a lot of them, like, I think Fred took his vacation. Like, he did take a tropical vacation with his family pretty much right, right after uh, the season was over. But now he's back to, like, working out. I think they have a right. lot of them have, like, switched <laughs> into uh, training and development mode. Which, guys, like, you've still got a couple more. Like, so much got, time. Yeah, you've got time. You've got time. Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, I'm just looking at Kyle Lowry's Instagram as we speak right now. And his story from two hours ago is the framed uh, honorary degree he got from Acadia. And the caption reads, Dr. Lowry. Uh-huh. Um, so I guess he's in his study hanging up the new artwork, I guess, right now, preparing for his next excursion. Um, yeah, it's. Um, I, I'm fascinated to hear that the sort of team overall has not been particularly verbose with their vacations and I, I you know again it's a matter of i guess not everybody is super online on the raptors there may be a less online team than they have been in recent years obviously the serge Ibaka thing is a big thing there danny green was quite online as well um but i do want to talk about fred van vliet's vacation with you katie in, in just one second here we'll get into fred van vliet uh who i thought was really sort of exhibiting the exact behavior you would hope from a Raptor this offseason based on the season that just happened. Uh, we'll get to that and why I'm very happy with what he was doing in just one second. But first, we should tell you about our friends over at Rock Auto who are making you uh, not lose your mind when you go to the mechanic and they say, hey, 
this part you need costs this much money and there's nothing you can do about it. This is just the price. It's the only part we have. No options, no nothing. Guess what? Rock Auto has options for you and they're cheaper options than you're going to get from a chain store. You can save 30, 50, 70%. You can save a ton of money just by going to rockauto.com. They're a family business serving your do-it-yourselfers and pros for over 20 years, and they're reliably low for every type of customer. They've got everything you need from the important stuff like brake parts to the aesthetic stuff like new carpets and everything in between. Go explore their easy-to-use website to find a solution to your auto part needs today. Just go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on there. How did you hear about this box? So they know that we sent you as well. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the car parts you will ever need at rockauto.com go check them out the nba playoffs are right around the corner and locked on nba is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama every monday jackson gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league helping to break down the nba playoffs mark your calendars to listen to locked on nba every monday to be up to date locked on nba Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Katie. We uh, have one last segment here to to run through. Uh, I want to get to sort of where we think some of the other Raptors should be sort of focusing their attention vacation-wise in the weeks to come. But I do want to talk about Fred Van Vliet for a second because uh, he, as you said, went on a tropical vacation. And last week I was particularly happy to see that he was just very much vibing by a pool. He had a bucket hat on. He looked extremely relaxed. It's exactly the kind of energy I'm hoping to see from dudes on the Raptors during this summer vacation. Uh, It was a stressful year. It was a trying year. They lost a lot of games. Morale was down. There was some tension in the locker room at times. And to see Fred Van Vliet just completely detaching and live in that sort of sit by the pool and roll into the water when you get hot life... Seemed pretty encouraging to me. Uh, what were your overall impressions of Fred Van Vliet's vacation? Were there any notes of the vacation that I'm missing out on, things that he was doing that were fun? I mean, I think now he's just home. I, like, Or he's he's somewhere, he's like in a familiar place because the way he's just chilling, it's not like he's on vacation by a pool. You know what I mean? I feel like mm-hmm. he, maybe that's his house with a pool. Um, but it's very cute. He had he was posting pics that his son took of him. And then he also was posting like Polaroids that his daughter took of him. So I think he's just like hanging out with family and enjoying himself a little, like I'm a little bit nostalgic for some of his great um, vacations of the past. You know, we've seen Fred swimming with dolphins. We've seen Fred. uh, And think of that picture where he, it was like a close up selfie and he had a snorkel on the glasses and he had like the mouthpiece snorkel and he just looked so straight faced. Um, I think of the, I think him and his family went to the Grand Caymans last summer. Yeah. So that was the starfish uh, vacation, hmm. if I'm correct, right? Yes. Yes. Holding up the starfish though. Yeah. That was this summer. Um, hmm. So that's good. I mean, he's still, he's still got a tropical one in it, like, as I said earlier, but I always love it when Fred's uh, on vacation because he he will wear a straw hat. <laughs> you know, usually that's like yep. his, okay, you know, he switched into vacation mode. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and I should correct myself. Um, Bembry did take a vacation. I'm looking at my own basketball feelings account and Bembry did take a <laughs> tropical vacation uh, a little bit earlier 
when is this from june 22nd because yeah, that was the pigs right yeah yeah and he's like submerged in a pool i remember that right. was the night of the lottery um and i liked to picture that he was getting that news from submerged in an infinity pool <laughs> uh anyway yeah fred is just chilling but i don't think like fred's not the kind of person who would take a vacation that wasn't an extremely chill vacation you know also sure. he's got young kids so i feel like he's not they are not taking vacations where it's like oh let's go to a place where like we're gonna have to walk around all day and like see a bunch of like you know take in a, a bunch of museums like you know do a bunch mm-hmm. of or like I, I don't know you're not really doing a hiking vacation he's like a real maximum chiller these past few years right and i uh, appreciate it because as you said i do think that's the kind of vibe uh vibe wise that the team needs yeah, speaking of the vibes the team needs, uh, let's run through some of the guys we haven't really talked about here, maybe who maybe haven't posted about vacations, and we can kind of um, speculate. Maybe we like serve as a trip advisor to them and say, hey, this is where you should be going to get the most out of your summer vacation. Are you ready for some rapid fire here, Katie? Oof, okay. Okay. So Pascal Siakam, as we talked about, mm-hmm. he's been injured. Uh, we're not really sure what his sort of uh, mobility is, what's going on. But obviously a guy who had a very trying season and someone who we would hope is going to have at least some sort of vacation this offseason. Um, anything stand out to you as you know things that Pascal should be doing? He has not posted any, uh, at least nothing in his grid uh, of any sort of vacation since the season ended. It's been pretty sporadic, the posting. Um, but anything that you really have in mind is something that Pascal should be doing to really sort of wash away the bad feelings of last season before beginning the new season refreshed. Yeah. I'd like to see uh, Pascal go to Italy. I'd like to see him go to maybe Tuscany or maybe like Northern Italy. I'd like to see him and his brothers rent a really nice classic convertible uh, Mm -hmm. and drive around the countryside. I think they'd enjoy it. He could hit up some designer boutiques, maybe in Milan mm. afterwards. I mm-hmm. think he would do that. Katie? Yeah? Oh, sorry. I thought you cut out there. You cut out for a sec. Um, but yeah, Italy sounds like a, a very good call for Pascal. Um, let's move to Gary Trent Jr. We mentioned him briefly. You said he was in Columbus, Ohio. I would hope his vacation aspirations are a little bit higher than Columbus, Ohio at some point this summer. He feels like a big vacation guy. Like He feels like he's got the sort of um, just the general vibe of someone who really goes all out for vacation. Do you have uh, any sort of suggestions for Gary Trent here? Um, maybe Rio. I could mm-hmm. see him. Okay. Yeah, enjoying a trip to Rio. Um, <laughs> I think he's got the kind of vibrancy fashion, like in his fashion, that matches the city. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, there's like a couple sort of like he could he could take in the, the sights of like a big city and then he could go off to like a beautiful beach, a stone's throw away. Mm-hmm. I like that one for sure. Uh, anyone standing out to you as like a, should go on a cold weather, maybe some sort of northern climate, Iceland perhaps, do a little ring road drive or like Alaska maybe? Like, does anyone on the team kind of have those vibes to you? No. No. <laughs> Wait. Um, 
No. Did you say you? I just heard like a vague no. Did is that all no. you said? Yeah, it that's that's like what I'm out. saying. Oh, no. Okay. okay. <laughs> Sorry, it sounded like you cut out there for a second as well, but that's fine. Um, well, because like Kevin Love is the guy who has those vacations, right? Like he'll go to like a mountain resort type thing. Um, like Ken Birch, maybe is he like a go to the wood cabin type guy and just sort of like hide in the wood, chop wood for vacation? Like that kind of maybe feels like a Ken Birch type of thing. No, because Ken like Ken's pretty well like traveled you know he played in greece like he played overseas he's yeah he like grew up in montreal but i don't i can't he doesn't strike me as like a sugar shack type of dude so (laughs) i think he's probably got still some like great friends uh overseas you know so if he's taking Mm -hmm. his family anywhere i could picture him going to one of the greek islands perhaps you know Mm -hmm. and staying at just like a really lovely um villa owned by like an old family friend you know <laughs> yeah i like the idea of his uh, him and his mother maybe going on a, a tandem vacation yes. and recording episodes of her podcast from a villa in uh the south of greece yeah uh, wendy deserves that yeah that's not bad um uh i guess last one og Ananobi. we talked about him briefly as a potential water skier uh, we talked about him being in Toronto, which is nice. Uh, maybe hanging out with Shea Gilgis-Alexander, who's in Hamilton, baby. Uh, just preparing for his life as a Raptor, I guess, in a couple years. Um, <laughs> OG, where, what, do you got, what do you have him penciled in for vacation-wise this summer? Um, it's kind of sex because I don't think he'll actually be able to do this, just given the state of things. But uh, I, I, And I know he's been, but I could see him going back to Japan, having okay. a good vacation uh, in Japan being in Tokyo for a bit and then either going north or south depending on what his right. mood is but I don't think that's happening though this would be the summer to go because you could take him around yeah I mean the Olympics I think are a complicating factor there a little bit just because I think they have some pretty strict travel guidelines for the Olympics that shouldn't be happening um, and maybe they're not really open to tourism outside of the Olympics I'm not really sure what's going on there Tokyo uh, like a state uh, of emergency right now yeah in st- a full yeah. state of emergency so I don't think they're really gonna I don't know I don't think it's the time the proper time yeah. but I could see him you know taking a hike at Mount Fuji I could see him hanging out in a hot springs hotel you know I could see him <laughs> go walking like up to some uh, beautiful shrines like I could see him really enjoy- like going a second time to a place that perhaps overwhelmed you the first time is always kind of nice because you've mm. got your bearings about you a little bit more, especially if you had like a good a guide to kind of take you around to local spots. I don't know. I just like, uh, I think OG would really enjoy it. Fortunately, I don't think it's going to happen. So um, as a substitute, I think we can do better than Hamilton. Uh, no offense. <laughs> but what if it's, maybe he's just chilling in LA. Well, here's a suggestion. Uh, we, we spoke a lot this year about how the Gary Trent uh, OG Ananobi friendship in the back part of the season was one of the real sort of beacons of hope and optimism for the team. Could we see like a tandem vacation with Gary Trent Jr. and OG? And in, in with that case, like, do they still go to Rio? Is there a different location that suits their interests equally? Like, what well, is that a possibility? I mean, that would be pretty nice. That would be cool. I would. I yeah. think a, a tandem vacation would do great things for team vibes overall. Um, mm-hmm. 
I do. I really think it would. But I guess then there's some. Is there going to be internal strife of guys being like, "Oh, like why didn't you invite me on the?" <laughs> on the I feel like OG and Trent are like. It, it's clear enough that they're good buds. That I don't think anyone would be offended. Like no one can strive to be part of that bond. Um, now you got me thinking. Like I would like to see Fred and Kyle go with their families to Disney World together or something like that. Like a a family tandem trip would be yeah rather and then, nice and then they 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 sneak off to golf somewhere yeah yeah <laughs> um, oh i could think well, they're like oh. having a nice breakfast with their family then like you know the mascots <laughs> come in here's goofy here's i don't know <laughs> i don't know what mascots they've got walking around disney world these days but you know goofy pouring them a coffee their kids are really happy yeah that would be nice a lopez brother comes in to babysit and they can go hang out yeah Uh, Yeah. (laughs) go for a a double date night uh with no kids yeah uh that feels like a pretty good place to leave this katie this was fun i'm glad we could uh take a day to stop worrying about the draft and trade machinations we'll get back to that tomorrow don't worry but uh, this was uh, this was a fun little reprieve from the constant imagining of the roster. Uh, Katie, anything you want people to know about? Anything you want to plug? Um, no. <laughs> All right, go read Basketball Feelings. Uh, yeah, exits there you have go. been fantastic. Uh, very, very good, Katie. Also, you wrote a great piece on Robert Ori. Uh, go read that. And uh, yeah, Katie, yeah, keep what doing a chill. Great stuff. Speaking of chill vibes, Robert Ori. Yeah. Great. Great person to talk to. Very yeah, he nice. uh, he seemed lovely in the piece that you wrote. So uh, Super I funny. recommend everybody go check it out. He also loves Demar Derozan. How can you not love a guy who appreciates the art of Demar Derozan? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that's gonna do it for today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back again tomorrow. Uh, I recorded something earlier today with Mike Richmond from Locked On Blazers, uh, where we walked through a monstrosity of a trade idea I had uh, involving the Raptors and the Sixers and the Blazers. Uh, so that'll be on tomorrow's podcast. And, uh, yeah, well, maybe some other stuff will pop up by then. Who's to say? There's a silly season now. Uh, seems like rumors are flying all over the place. So uh, we'll have you all covered here. Later in the week, I'm going to be joined by Raphael Barlow from Locked On NBA Draft. We're going to talk about second-round prospects for the Raptors, uh, a water I have not quite uh, taken the dive into just yet, but uh, ready to do that with Raphael, who's great, and I uh, really look forward to having him back on the podcast. Might have that be a two-parter Thursday, Friday. just depends on the time we're able to record, um, but uh, keep an eye out for that later in the week, and uh, thank you so much, as always, for tuning in. We'll talk to you again Wednesday with another episode of Locked on Raptors. Bye-bye! Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.